We try to play with great pace. We try to play with great pace. Ran a lot of pick and roll, pick and pop uh, type actions. Oh, you'll see us play. Some people look at the guy next to him and say, what the hell was that shot? Hell, I could have been Gronk before Gronk was Gronk. Welcome back to another edition of Bangerangs and Daggers Coronation's number one podcast. I am your host, Patrick Gearhart, and with me, as always, is Kevin Knight. We are without Nate McHugh, at least for the time being, he might jump on later. Kevin, how's your night so far? Oh, you know, it rained in D.C., so my commute was just awful on both ends today. But, you know, such is life. Yeah, could have been icy snow. I mean, that actually would have been easier because then everybody would have stayed home. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I would have uh, shut it down. So. Yeah. I mean, they, they can't handle rain. Like, there's a reason why we shut down over snow, uh, except yeah. for people who, you know, know how to drive in it. So, which are few and far between. Usually it takes a snow or two before you remember. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying everybody, oh, I'm saying yeah. a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of people don't trust themselves to remember. I, yeah. Not a lot of people are me, but yeah, that's true. So anyway, we recently had another loss by Nebraska. We're talking about the Ohio State Buckeyes inviting the Cornhuskers into Columbus and beating them 80-68. to 68. It's Nebraska was the first one to score, but that kind of tapered off early. The Huskers were led by Thor with 15 points. Cam Mack and Drago both had 10. Off the bench, Gervais Green, surprisingly, with 10 points. And four rebounds on top of it. Not not a terrible game for him, considering his season's been kind of up and down. But another loss nonetheless. The Huskers now sit at 7-10 and 10 on the air, 2-4 and four in conference play. Kevin... Did you see any of this game? What are your thoughts? Um, I'll be honest. I didn't really catch a whole lot. By the time I got home out of traffic and got the dog home and whatnot, there was about eh, like 10 minutes left in game action by the time I sat down with my dinner in front of the TV. So I'm, I'm a little bit limited in what I can talk about. No, that's stand, but game. Yeah, well, so, yeah, six thirty my time, and it, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was nice to see Thor uh, score fifteen. Uh, he was five of eight from three. I guess he went off um, pretty well late in the game. There, uh, I mean, hell, can, can we package that and just have five of eight from him more often in, in three point shooting during games? Uh, that'd be nice. It'd be nice. <laughs> I'll mean, take four of eight from him. Shot yeah. No, it, it'd be great. Uh, as a whole, the Huskers shot, the Huskers shot 42% while Ohio State, well over 50, 54.5%. The three point range, Ohio State was 10 for 22 at the free throw line. They were 10 for 15. I mean, it's, it's hard to lose when you shoot like that. Um, Huskers, you know, like I said, 42% from the field, 40%, nine of 22 from three point range. And, uh, yeah, they were three of five from the, you know, free throw line. That's not a whole lot. They really didn't have a whole lot to shoot for there. Didn't have a lot of reasons to shoot. 
Whereas Ohio I mean, State can, can, is ten for fifteen. I mean, you know, just, just from can, can, can we to pause? End. Yeah, can we pause for a second and just focus on the fact that there were twenty free throws shot in this entire game. Mm-hmm. That's wow! Like way to not, let not them a, play. Yeah, <laughs> way I mean, to let yeah, them play. Let them play, and, or neither team was overly physical either. Um, but both teams like to spread it out, you know. So it's. A lot of shots were made. I think, I think I saw somewhere Ohio State didn't miss a single basket in the first half. I could be wrong, but even if they, you know, even that, even if that was off by a couple, that's still absurd. Um, they took a 38-25 lead at half before, you know, Nebraska did have a better second half. You know, they, they pulled in 43 points against uh, Ohio State's 42. Um, it wasn't as bad as you know certain parts of the game made it look. But you know Nebraska is still still a little bit behind you know the top end of 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 the conference. Ohio State was on a four game losing streak coming into this. They lost to West Virginia, Wisconsin, Maryland, and Indiana, though not in that order if I remember it. I think I switched two around. But I uh, know that that's I think that's right. That, that was about right. Um, all, yeah. all four all four really good teams. You know nothing to sniff at. I know they were in the top ten when they started that that loss that loss run, but uh, they're currently 20, 21 in the nation. So the pollsters still like what they see. They're two and four in conference, which is probably one of the worst conference records in the top 25. Well, maybe not this year considering how many, how much juggling has gone on there. But yeah, I mean, Ohio state, a formidable opponent and Nebraska just did not show up, especially on the road. And as we stated before, big 10, especially this year, it, it, it's a tough conference to play on the road. You know, you, you know better than us. You've seen MS, You've seen Michigan State out there this year. It's oh yeah, I had to bring that one up. Yeah, I'm just saying. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying as reference. You know, it's it's tough to play. Oh yeah, I mean, it it is tough to play. I'm. I mean, nobody gets more home whistle advantage than Mackey Arena. That's just ridiculous. I mean, when you, when you come out and play like complete garbage, and have the refs just completely sleep off the the night before i i don't know what that was but that was that was terrible and uh, which is it's my way of saying msu deserved to lose that game and it was just really annoying watching some of the officiating as well Mm -hmm. where it's just like if you're gonna lose like at least lose without having really really bad officiating where it's like you know we got our butts handed to us it probably would have been closer to a more reasonable 10-point loss if it would have been called fairly, but uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm tired, so I'm just going to vent about that on, <laughs> on that front. All right, uh, going back to, to Ohio State for a second, though, um, I I feel kind of uh, blessed a bit that Caleb Weston only had 14 rebounds only this one <laughs> only only 14 i mean like guy's a monster like, he's a that's... beast he's 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 fun to watch i mean he really gets in there and he carried pretty much his team on, on the rebounds because i mean on, on the co- contrast you know nebraska as a whole they had 32 and they spread it out pretty evenly especially amongst the starters yeah how did we go up against ohio state and only lose the rebounding battle by three total like i said <laughs> that ball that ball was spread out very far. I mean, it, there was not a whole lot going on outside of, you know, in the paint. They really didn't need to. Ohio State was draining everything they could. 
Um, a majority of those rebounds were on the defense for Nebraska, just to give you an idea. Um, uh, it but was at the same time. I mean, yeah. huh? Oh, sorry. I was gonna say it was a twenty twenty seven Ohio State advantage on the defensive end, mm-hmm. twelve to eight offensive advantage in Nebraska. Yeah. So we we got more second chance opportunities than they did, but then again, they had more made shots than we did. So exactly. Can't win games without scoring. This is true, isn't it, Nate? <laughs> I think so. Hi, guys. Welcome back, sir. Super happy to be here. I've been listening this whole time. Uh, it's kind of fun. Uh, you're you know, cre- so, so you're creeping on us? Yeah, I've been creeping on you, kind of <laughs> like Greg. You're the coronation creep. Yep. And uh, so, yeah. The only thing is we know Greg's creeping, so it's okay. We didn't know you're creeping. No. Well, carry on. <laughs> do, you, do you have any insight on, on this game? Zero. Zero. I just got back from my own game. I'm eating. Uh, first time I've had a chance to eat today. So I'm listening to you guys and eating my dinner. What are we having for dinner tonight, Nate? My uh, wife brought She went and ate at Honey Creek, uh, which is in Waverly. And she brought home like a chicken salad. So, Ooh, nice, yeah. healthy. Oh, it's the fried chicken salad, so it's not that healthy. Oh, <laughs> Nice. Anyways, um, I did see, though, that uh, Cam Mack, he had six assists, uh, brought his total to 114, which actually eclipses 112 that Glenn Watson uh, Jr. had in 36 games a year ago. So if that gives you any perspective of what Cam Mack is doing. Uh, so I heard that you know he, he got his fourth foul and things went – you know, south right after, you know, right afterwards. So that really shows, you know, how important he is to this team. That, and that's something we, we already knew. Can I ask a question yeah, no. from the peanut gallery? Go for it. Is it only a matter of time? And I'm, I'm glad that I get to ask this question with this particular group of uh, individuals. Is it only a matter of time until Cam Mack breaks the Big Ten all-time assist record? Ooh, that's a Carry good on. question. Uh... Yeah, no, no. Okay, please explain. Um, um the uh, I mean, as I said in the last episode, the all-time assist record is uh eight hundred and sixteen. What about as of right season? now? Um, I have no idea on the single season, to be honest. Um, Scam X not going to be here it. for four years, so that's you know. Yeah, that, that's the the biggest problem right there is he has two seasons to get uh, career assist. Although I don't know if the Big Ten counts it as all four years have to be in the Big Ten. That probably seems intuitive, but I and I imagine that's what that record is. But I don't think that I've really ever seen anybody add the little I would asterisk. I think that. if the Big Ten is going to keep a record, it would be within the conference. Probably, yeah. Though Big Ten all time career in Big Ten, yeah. Though the Big Ten claims the ninety five, ninety four, and ninety seven national championships, and Nebraska's around now, so you know. <laughs> hey, nobody, I'm, I'm not gonna, no, I'm not gonna, com- <laughs> I'm not gonna complain about any nineteen ninety seven championship being denied to a certain school. So, uh, <laughs> like, I, I why do want to. Why would I 
think that they deserve that championship. I do want to point this out. It, it, the question was asked just a minute ago. The single season assist record uh, goes to, and I'm surprised that uh, a certain knight didn't know this, uh, Cassius Winston, 2018-2019 for Michigan State, had 291 Ooh. assists. No, thank you. I was actually trying to Google that um, in the background. But 291? You beat me to it. 291. Uh, Mateen Cleaves, who... Uh, we have been discussed on the show previously has 274 uh, for second place in the 80 or in the uh, exactly 20 years prior in the 98, 99 season. So, and then Darren Williams, Trey Burke, so forth and so forth. Well, and here's another thing. All those guys were on teams that made it somewhat deep into the postseason. More helped our stats. You're right. More opportunities. Yeah, yeah, Nebraska's probably not going to have that over the next couple of years. So what you're saying is they cheated. More games, <laughs> more games equals. If we did it, assists per game, I wonder. Actually, Ooh. that might actually be a... Oh, nope, never mind. They're single season, career, and yearly, not per game. Sorry. Carry on. We could write I, the big I mean... Yeah, like if you broke it down by, uh, that would take a little bit more effort on that one. Maybe I'll, uh, if I have time over my holiday weekend upcoming, um, maybe I'll try and look that up. Uh, but also, um, one thing to correct from Saturday night's episode that dropped on Sunday that I was apparently mistaken on, my data that I went off of was incorrect. Um, I based that off of an MLive article that listed Cassius Winston's career assists before the Minnesota game, going into that game, added the assists that he had from Minnesota and came up with 811 career assists. Apparently that was wrong. He actually uh, had two less assists than what that total number was. MLive was incorrect. So um, I make no apologies for that. My data source was incorrect, not me. I went <laughs> off of... I know how to add 800, uh, 802 plus 9. It's 811, but the 802 number was wrong. So, Is MLive a credible news organization? Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're good. They're not great. Um, they're essentially a uh, conglomeration of Michigan newspapers that sort of pool into kind of an online version of strictly online news source, but um, it's not, you know, um, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a non-political website here to list that wouldn't be controversial. Um, it's not, uh, it's not the New York post or something. I, I don't know. Pick a, Pick a newspaper source that is like really, 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 really bad and like everybody knows is really bad at actually coming up with factual data and it's not that. It's generally good. You say today. New York Times. Ooh. <laughs> we have now alienated at least half of our audience. <laughs> okay. I, do, I do want to mention according to Big10.org. Uh, through 17 games, Cam, Cam Mack, uh, d what was the stat that, that with the, the assist that he had, uh, in the Ohio State game got him to how many assists? 114. Okay. So this includes, uh, the Ohio State game, 17 games, 114 assists. If you do the math, that's 
uh, assists per game. Uh, Marcus Carr from Minnesota is averaging 7.2 uh, assists per game. Of course, one less game. And Xavier Simpson from Michigan, uh, 8.9 assists per game. Uh, he has 142 in 16 games. Carry on. Damn. You answered your own question. Good job. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah, thank you, Grand Poobah. We appreciate that. So so Nebraska plays uh, um, Indiana next. Is that right? Oh, I was just looking at it. Yes, Indiana on Saturday. Yeah, they play Indiana. So, so who's going, Kevin or Patrick? To the game? Yeah. I assume one of you have to be going, right? Why is that? Because we have to have someone at the game. Oh, is is uh Coronation buying me a flight home for th- or not home? Uh my my is Coronation buying me a flight home to visit my in laws, so to speak. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Pay, I'll I'll word it that way. Pay for the ticket and ask for the reimbursement afterwards. Trust me. Yeah. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> I will not be going. Whatever. Why don't you go? I would enjoy going. I have a game on Saturday. Seems like we that seems to work out pretty well. Games during games. Uh, so we go Indiana, Wisconsin, Rutgers. And then Again, Michigan. Yeah, geez. That's we not... only play the Michigan schools, I think, once each this year. Yep, no, Michigan. Uh, that other school is twice. It is twice. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm on task to do the preview for both of them. Uh, there you go. To all the readers, it will be enjoyable. All the hate. <laughs> we'll get a lot of clicks to those games. It says you can get tickets to the Wisconsin game for as low as two dollars. Huh. Interesting. I wish I, I could have gotten. I think... oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, there's a stub up only goes down to six. <laughs> I wish oh. I could have gotten it that cheap for the Maryland game. I actually got a parking pass for that one too because it's a weeknight. And um, I'll be driving from work to it because uh, that makes no sense for me to come home from where my office is and then go up to College Park. So the uh, the parking pass was actually really cheap, surprisingly. So that's good. Is parking good around there? Uh, I I don't know. I've always taken Metro up to um up to Maryland games. So um. This will be my second game at Xfinity Center, uh, which will be the basketball arena outside of the Breslin Center that I've now been to the most in the Big Ten. And I've been to that football stadium more times than any other stadium in the Big Ten not named Spartan Stadium. Um, but that's because I went there in 14, 16, and 18 when MSU played, and I went there this past year, uh, this past season when Nebraska played there. So... That is four times that edged out Nebraska for three times, um, which Nebraska and Maryland were tied last season in 18 when I went to MSU at Nebraska and MSU at Maryland. So, it, God damn. It, it's mostly just weird to me the fact that I've been to freaking um, Maryland football stadium for more Big Ten games in Big Ten conference play than any other stadium in the Big Ten besides my home stadium. I 
if you would have told me that in 2011 when I moved out here, I would have told you that you need to start going on some type of medication or see a psychiatrist. So it's just, it's baffling to me, but, um, I, I, back to basketball for a second though. Um, did you guys see on, uh, online? I thought this was kind of interesting. I think an Iowa fan raised this after their loss. And uh, it looks like one of our readers um, looked into this. There is no uniform basketball in the NCAA during regular season play. Good. So it's chaos it's, is good. <laughs> yeah. So essentially, uh, you, know, you know how the New England Patriots cheated and deflated their footballs. Um, there's no regulated PSI pressure. There's just merely a you have to drop it from a certain height and it needs to from like six feet up. It needs to bounce between some number of inches up on the first bounce. And other than that, there's uh, schools like, you know, Nebraska and Indiana, obviously use Adidas balls, schools like Michigan State, Michigan, Ohio State. Most everybody uses Nike. And then uh, Northwestern and Maryland use Under Armour basketballs, which I didn't even know Under Armour made basketballs, to be honest, um, until I read that. And Wisconsin is the only school in the Big Ten that uses Wilson basketballs, which is the only basketball that does actually get used widely in the NCAA for anything, which is it's the official basketball of the NCAA tournament and the only basketball allowed to be used in those games. The more you know. <laughs> yeah, but all of that to say that apparently that is why Iowa had such poor shooting, and that is supposedly why Nebraska has the highest percentage shooting in a non in a non home game against Indiana, although I haven't checked the numbers yet, but I think possibly the Ohio State game just debunked that because I'm pretty sure we shot better in this one than we did against uh, Indiana. Maybe. I I mean, what was it? Uh, that one also went into overtime, so that kind of skews the stats. True, yeah. Um, and it was, what was that? I mean, I know... Or went pretty well from three-point range. Sorry, let me click back to the page. What was it? Forty point nine percent from three-point range. Yeah, I I think nine of twenty-two is better than what we shot from three-point range against Indiana. Probably, maybe not. I'm probably wrong. Probably not. Now, anyway, I just thought that was fairly interesting, but. I am going to be looking at basketballs from here on out when we play every game. <laughs> All right, anything else? Was that it? Uh, go Tigers, the Tigers that can't actually spell G-O. Sure. Okay. Uh, honest question, which one's worse, the Penn State mascot or the Clemson Tiger mascot? Or are they both equally bad because the Clemson Tiger mascot is only masked by the fact that the color scheme throws off how bad the costume is? Uh, Clemson's is is creepy, 
Penn State's is sad. Penn State's is lazy. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's kind of like a junior high mascot that the junior high kids made. And put exactly. Like on. It, yeah, like it just looks faded and old and disgusting. Like somebody bought it at a rummage sale 20 years ago and then found it in a closet and half dusted it off. Like, right. But that that's what I mean by the Clemson Tiger is only maybe better because of the color scheme offsetting all of the dust that is still settled on it. Other, I, I don't know. Otherwise, I it looks all like that. I even noticed their uh, mascot, I guess. I think it's ridiculous <laughs> looking at the Penn State mascot how, I mean, they don't even have furry feet. They're just out there in tennis shoes. That's half-assing it, man. That is unacceptable. That's fair. I mean, it's my pretty favorite, hard to beat. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, my favorite absurd mascot that, like, it blows me away how, how secret they make it is the Kansas State Wildcat. It is nothing more than a human body <laughs> with a with a head on it. <laughs> and here's the thing. From my understanding, they don't allow the identity of that student to be known. Like, that's a part of the shtick. Oh, Sparty does that, too. There's like three or four students who are Sparty, yeah. and they're not allowed to say who they are until after they graduate. Yeah, here's the thing, though. Sparty's got a full full costume. The K-State Wildcat is literally just a head. True, but unlike uh, Willie, or Wi- Willie, the Wildcat with Northwestern, um, he actually has a tail. They have detailed Willie, the Wildcat, out of Northwestern. There's a tail on the Kansas State one. Uh, I think so. I'm pretty sure um, I don't, it wasn't Banner Society. Somebody did that. Maybe it was Off Tackle Empire. Uh, like, pretty, I don't. I don't think Kansas, Kansas State, State one does like, not have Kansas State is literally just a head. Hmm. Let me look this up now. One of them does not have a tail, and it was wildly criticized. I, I think it's Kansas State. Based on this, let me double check Northwestern. The riveting. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. You just can't say. Hey, we need your help. You just can't get a good look at Northwestern's backside. <laughs> yeah, uh, the uh, Willie or yeah, Willie the Wildcat does not have a tail. Northwestern's Wildcat does not have a tail. Well, he doesn't have anything. That's the point. There's no, but it's, it's it's a human body. No, no, no. Like, he, he's talking about Northwestern. No, no, Northwestern. He's in the football yeah. uniform. Like, with the yeah, he's he's in the football uniform, and like he has paws. But he has no, no tail. No, Kansas uh, State doesn't have any paws. Kansas State is just a head. It's Northwestern has fuzz all over, but no tail. And a cute face. I uh, think yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay. You know what? It was the head that they were talking about. The the head was what they were, whatever website it was, was complimenting the fact that at least the head looks intimidating or something. I think is what they described it as. I I don't know that I buy it. But can that I was there? Can I stir up some controversy this evening? Uh, potentially. This might. Does it criticize Michigan? No. No. But then I don't know. But go ahead, anyways. What are the bylaws 
about Willie the Wildcat of Kansas State. Because as I do this Google image search, which is the extent of my research, he continues to be a wildcat head on a Caucasian body. Yeah, that's how it's always been. Isn't it time, by God, we saw a little diversity in Manhattan. Kansas State did have one of the first openly gay D1 football players on their roster. So they should add a rainbow patch on his jersey in honor of that. (laughs) We can't just put patches Uh, on everything, Kevin. I, I didn't. I, I said a rainbow patch. I didn't say patches. I didn't say patch him up. Well, yeah, but, but you. you and, and I can. I can say that, Greg. You can't. Right, but <laughs> I. I. Th- I'm just gonna stir the pot in a joking way. Hopefully, everybody knows this is entertainment. Oh no, I, I know. If I'm we put the right if we put the rainbow patch on, then we're gonna have to put the Girl Scout patch on, and then we're gonna get the sash, and they're gonna get the cookies badge. And and the uh, Boy Scout patch for uh, race car, whatever. I don't know. I'm I'm done. I I just felt let's bring real Mike the Tiger back into the stadium again. Peta be damned. Well, Peta be damned anyway. Exactly, but I mean Mike the Tiger is pretty cool. Like the actual real life Bengal Tiger is pretty cool. Um, I think Nate's saying I, it best. Uh, I, I mean, he, he, it's pretty cool having a Bengal tiger. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm guessing you guys have never been to Baton Rouge, but the like three some odd million dollar habitat that they have for him is kind of fun. Watching a giant Bengal tiger play with a ball in the water, but I, I think that one's a uh, one of the top mascots out there. I don't know. The cow golden bear should have looked pretty intimidating. But do they have an actual live bear? No, they have this big dopey bear. It's actually kind of funny. <laughs> I uh, I did actually visit the stadium back in February when I was out there. Um, I would love to go to a game. I know that the hillside of the stadium is like historic and whatnot. But I think that they really screwed up by putting their suites on that side of the stadium. Because um, you can, if they had moved it to the other side where the hill is, then you could get a perfect view of um, the Golden Gate and the Bay. But Well, guys, I don't know if this is... Uh... Beautiful. Oh. There it is. I still too much football tonight. I'm sorry about that, guys. I still heard his voice. We got at least 10 minutes of it in. (laughs) Oh, guys, that's all I got for tonight. Anything else? Nope. Well, thanks for joining, folks. We hope you come back next week. Love you all.